Osiris. This podcast is in the loop. The Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com. everybody welcome to female centrics we are the first and only female hosted fish community podcast and today we're coming at you this is donnie b and coming at you with christy co-host hello hi and snakey how we doing we're coming back from market price today what what the resurrection. I almost forgot how to do it. I know, I know. Well, we've got a guest of the one and only RJB today, which is very exciting because he's the original host for um, Helping Friendly podcast, and he's also been co-hosting on Under the Scales with Tom Marshall, and he's the CEO of Osiris. So we've got all kinds of cool things to uh, speak to him about. Um, so speaking of that, uh, Osiris, we are part of the Osiris uh, podcast network, and it connects passionate music fans, artists, and uh, creates authentic experiences through music. We have over um, about 30 podcasts that touch on music and cultural topics. We've got Under the Scales, and we've got a new one, fairly new ones, Rock and Roll Anthology, which is an overview of the history of rock music. So this show fuses narratives about music with culture and technology and shows uh, how much impact this music has on our society. Um, we also have Under the Scales of Tom Marshall, of course. And uh, Osiris is uh, partnered with Jambase. So if you want to check out Jambase for the latest news and whatnot, go to jambase.com and osirispod.com for more podcast. Uh, so we have a couple of sponsors for this time around, which is really exciting. Uh, we have a new one, which is Nugs.net. So um, Nugs.net is the destination for live music on demand. They have a growing collection of over 15,000 full-length concert recordings from bands like Dead & Company, Umphreys, and Pearl Jam. And you can listen to a show from last night or from 40 years ago. Like Dick's Picks. Which is... The best Grateful Dead. Yeah. Ever. Right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's available on desktop, iOS, and Android apps, Sonos, and Blue OS. But just like us, the folks at Doug not, uh, Nugs, <laughs> Dugs, <laughs> Nugs.net um, are live music fanatics. So they're offering new subscribers a 35% discount on, on an annual subscription. So what you want to do uh, to get that is to go to Nugs.net backslash female centrics and uh, you sign up today. If you already have a subscription, give the gift of live music to a friend of yours. So again, nugs.net backslash female centrics uh, for 35% off of an annual prescription. Well worth it. Subscription, mm. I think. We're not doctors. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, it's music. It's prescription. <laughs> it is what the doctor ordered. Right, the doctor ordered. They always order live music. 
My doctor does. <laughs> no, she doesn't. No, she definitely, she definitely doesn't. <laughs> anyway, so we are getting ready for summer tour. I'm so excited. I uh, just firmed up seven shows for myself. So um, my two big kids and hubby and and Johnny Maloon uh, and some other friends will be at Bangor and we're going to get Ryan, our producer here. It's going to happen. He needs to go to his first, first show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our sister-in-law. So we're doing that for Bangor and then we've been, we decided to, we're going to take off uh, Johnny and uh, Adeline, and Daphne and Cassidy and just go on an adventure to SPAC, which I'm pretty excited That'll about. be awesome. Yeah. I think we're going to sell like friendship bracelets and stuff. <laughs> I got my tickets in the mail this week, my, my, you know, special, special girl tickets. No, what are special girl tickets? I feel like I'm special because I won the lottery for what I wanted. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, right? I was like, yeah, winning! (laughs) Yeah, I've gotten, so I've gotten everything on freaking Cash or Trade Man, like, like, yeah, you, I can't believe Killing it. You are killing it. Yeah. You can't even believe it, actually. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, you know what? What it is just checking it a couple times yeah, a day, paying really, it. You, you do have to be like, yeah, really into it. Yep, and make sure you're constantly looking. Yep, exactly. Because I got my when that like people will post Mohugan Sun tickets on there. Yeah, but if you're not the first person that sees it. Yep. You're not getting it. Yeah, no, no, no. I met. I messaged a few people about Mohegan, uh, people that were trading, and I was like, can I just be first in line if it doesn't work? But Jason ended up sending me uh, a link from that someone posted on Fish Tour. And, but the guy was smart because he uh, he's like, I got two tickets to Mohegan first night, but you also have to buy my lawn tickets for both nights of SPAC, <laughs> which I was looking for. And they were right. both under, you know, underpriced or whatever. So, yep. Thank I may you. still wind up doing SPAC. Yeah, you I'm know what? I'm doing Mohegan Sun in Bangor. Some of us have jobs. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's a thing, it'll Donnie. It'll a little difficult. <laughs> I will not have a job very soon for the summer. Uh, 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 uh. I'm just saying I'm very excited about this because... She deserves it, guys. I did. I cried way too much. I have too much like I cried for a long time after losing my school and... It'll be a little vacation for me. My entire family's going to fish. <laughs> I'll dance around the house in my underwear. He's going to drink beers and watch boxing. Right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> exactly. You know, I'm going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> but we're both going to Fenway. Jason, the only one that he, oops, sorry, that he might not be going to is uh, Spack, but. I just have this sneaking suspicion. I still haven't bought a fish ticket anywhere. I've been to what forty-seven shows. Or <laughs> stupid. Well, you I mean, know. don't get me wrong. I love going, but yeah, you know, when, you're, when you're married to Donnie B, <laughs> you just kind of get to go. Yep, it just happens. Come with me. Let's go play. <laughs> um, like that. What? good like that yeah it's not bad donnie does that to me sometimes too. i do (laughs) um all right so we are going to be uh calling up rjb in just a moment so we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back We are here with RJB, who is the founder, co-founder, and or 
co-host and creator of uh, Helping Friendly Podcast, as well as the boss man of Osiris. So welcome, RJB. Thank you. Thanks for introducing me as the boss man. That's awesome. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <It's pretty sweet. laughs> you the boss man. <laughs> no, thanks for having me. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, no, I'm excited too. Uh, you had me on last year, so and that was very, very exciting for me, and I love talking to you. I feel like we could have just like blabbed forever. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's usually how it goes. And uh, so I'm glad that I really wanted to get you on before tour started because you have got some pretty exciting things going on. And yeah, definitely. So um, I do have to say first, I told you I was going to gush over you just a little bit because <laughs> you've been freaking awesome. You're just like so supportive. And uh, like, I didn't know what I was doing with any of this. I knew I could talk and I knew fish <laughs> and just right from the beginning all my little questions you just never made me feel anything but that you just wanted me to be successful and to help me and and i just i appreciate that and you definitely oh thanks yeah, yeah. Well, you, you it's guys, hard to do you guys were really supportive of her yeah. she would call me up and be like i am so pumped yeah. these guys are awesome <laughs> <laughs> i get excited <laughs> yeah but in yeah. general if you're trying to do something that you have a dream and the people on the other end aren't dreaming it, it's not going to work. Yeah, good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's cool to make a whole dream come true. Mm -hmm. And this is a dream for Donnie. Yeah. Me too. Uh -huh. I mean, I, I like coattails, though. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's cool. And you guys, I mean, it's it's awesome what, you, what you've built over the past, you know, year or so. And I don't know. I think, uh, you know, I've been doing a podcast for, I guess, six years now, and it's hard and I wish that I knew stuff that I know now then, you know, right. Um, there's, there's a lot that I wish I knew. Yeah. Um, so I just want to try to help people understand it as easily as possible because you can like, you can spend a long time kind of fucking around and not doing things well. So might as well just like get people started on the right foot, you know? Yeah. 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 Skip through, skip through the not like nonsense or whatever and get you right on the on the on the right track so well so uh i'm gonna start with the same question that i start with everybody so what is your fish story how did you get oh, into this uh clown brigade <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny because i've been asking people the same thing for a long time so now i have to think about it um mm -hmm. what is it what happened um <laughs> yeah just you know like i was 12 or 13 or or so and um i think a friend Actually, I think a girl that I really liked, um, her dad had bought a fish record or, or CD and told me about it. And I was like, yeah, that seems cool. And then I started kind of listening to it. And at the same time, my friend Brad and I, who I started our podcast with, mm -hmm. we started listening to like Medeski Martin Wood and some other bands that were kind of in the same orbit. And, and The Dead, of course. I, I listened to The Dead like, long before I even knew about fish so what what year was this because you're talking 12 13 so yeah this is like 93 okay um and then i think 94 when hoist came out that was like you know that was the first fish cd that i bought and that was when and i, I guess i was 15 then and so i was like you know I, I was i got into it pretty quickly but but definitely like was listening to the grateful dead a little bit before and some other bands and, and like classic rock and stuff before that but um yeah and just once I got um, a tape, you know, and discovered that there was like this burgeoning online thing that where people were like, you know, exchanging tapes and mm -hmm. having having collected baseball cards and 
other shit over the years i was just like oh this is cool it's like another obsession to to dive into mm. and started kind of collecting tapes immediately and like going to i forget not best buy whatever it was before best buy like radio shack buying yeah maybe a radio shack and buying like a big brick of tapes and yeah yeah you oh, know yeah, like yes sending out the the blanks and getting them back and then making copies for my friends and so you yeah, were involved all... in like the rec dot music fam yeah Those yeah, guys, think, yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i think i think maybe andy gadiel's page was like the first place i went but yeah i was like i was in this group and i would get a bunch of awesome tapes and then i would you know tape other stuff for other people and before like by 97 i think i had like three three or four hundred tapes holy um, shit i'm way yeah, too insane. unorganized i was it never was good at that <laughs> my parents i mean my parents obviously were like what the hell is wrong with you you know um yeah. but i always had tapes in my car and i had a tape player and it was like once i turned 16 i just like drove around and listened to fish like all the time i don't mm-hmm. know it it was That's awesome. What I do now. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and I went saw my first show in the fall of '95. I'm from Ohio, and it was in uh, in outside Detroit in Michigan. And uh, yeah, kind of like all all went from there. I saw a bunch of shows during '95 through, I guess through through 2000, but a ton in in '97 and '98 um, while I was in, supposed to be in college. And you know, <laughs> and so just, were you in college? Or you were I mean, supposed to, like, I was in college, but I think I was supposed to be going to class. But I was just like out, you know, going to shows. And fall tour was too fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, fall fall ninety seven was my freshman year in college. So oh shit, yeah. It was like you know there were there were so many great shows, and I got to see a bunch of them, and it was really fun. And yeah, I I've been like kind of I didn't really take a lot of breaks. You know, I saw shows in oh three and oh four, and then once they came back, I was I was ready to get back on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did how did you feel? Like, what was it for you? I'm assuming you went to Coventry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, yeah, I I went alone to Coventry, and I think we talked about this a little bit. But I went alone to Coventry, so I didn't even. I had a couple of friends with me, but uh, it was a really weird experience. Like, was yours? Did you have a lot of friends with you? And because the lot scene was really sick, I feel like that, and everything was just like down and heavy. You know, it was really intense. It was super intense. We um so. I have like a sort of weird story because I was working on a campaign, a political campaign in Florida that um, summer in 2004. And my now wife and I were dating before that. And then we we had broken up. And so we were like broken up, but still friends. And we went to Coventry together, which is like kind of perfect that we were like at this, you know, yeah, this very like heavy, weird place while we were going through like a breakup i'm not even sure why we were there together given that we were broken up but i like (laughs) i flew i flew up from tampa and um there was like a hurricane that was coming through florida and i went to tampa to the airport to get on my flight to go to coventry and uh it was like in the days before you know you you only found out when you're getting on the plane when you like got to the airport you know yeah yeah and they were like the airport's closed there's a hurricane coming and i went back to the house where i was living with uh, three of my friends on the campaign and was like i don't know i guess i can't go because like the you know all the flights are canceled oh no airport's closed so my my three friends bought me a ticket from atlanta the next morning and it was like a 10 hour drive and they were like you better go right now so i drove overnight to atlanta and then flew from atlanta to manchester new hampshire got picked up and yeah, you know, and then sat in line for 24 hours and walked seven miles. Did you walk? Yeah, we walked. Oh. We walked a really long way. I it was actually like not that bad. 
Yeah. What'd it you say? Just- I said, I hope you like mud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the walk was cool because it yeah, was like a walk, rolling. Yeah. It was like a rolling lot scene. You know, people were like, we were buying beers and other stuff, and just like, you know, I mean, eight miles was a little long, but yeah. It was, but it was still like we had so many good friends there. It was like yeah. a great reunion of people but the everything else was just yeah was well hard. you you were home regardless so you were walking you were like with everybody walking home yeah. kind of thing i lucked out and i found some like local people and they were like if you take the in retrospect i'm by myself i'm six weeks pregnant and i'm like jesus christ like i probably should have done this but it worked wow. out okay yeah so so but like i asked these local people and they're like hey if you take this dirt road right here like you'll be there in like a minute i'm like okay i'm literally in the middle of the freaking woods and on a dirt road all muddy in my like subaru station wagon and then i wound up right exactly there like i cut through everything and was able to get my car right into it It was crazy so i didn't have to yeah (laughs) that's pretty cool i actually left after the um after they were like oh the roads are shut down i'm like screw this dude I have a little kid at home. I am. Did you not end up going? No, I went. Oh, that's what I thought. We got (laughs) close enough and we stopped at a convenience store and bought a map and went the back roads. And I'm actually going to literally say I never sat in one ounce of traffic. (gasps) Not even for one second. Wow. But I thought it was really interesting when I got there. And then, you know, you're walking on those wood planks to get up to the front. And I Mm -hmm. went. At one point, I did. I walked all the way up front and watched it. And. And it, and it was heavy. You could see that it was super heavy. And then Trey came out with that his album when he came back. And he and he and I forget the name of the song. You're walking on wood, but sinking in water. Mm-hmm. That I forget what's it called. It's that song is so about Coventry. Huh. I don't know that one. Yeah. Well, it's so, it's clearly anyway. like him. All of us. Yeah. Yeah. Walking yeah. on wood, but sinking. We're all sinking. Oh it yeah. Was, it was a sinking. Yeah. My, I retired my burst my Birkin yeah, socks. They're thinking, hanging on the wall in the garage. I peed in my I peed in my Nalgene bottle all week. Oh my God. Because I was like, I am not going anywhere near anything. <laughs> well, it's like what Lauren last time she said, Why get kitty you litter. Just pee on the ground. <laughs> it was so you muddy. couldn't. No, it was so muddy. No. no, Lauren last time, one of our last the, my newest co host, she's like, you have to get kitty litter. I'm like, oh my god, that's fucking genius. I know it's really weird, but it's fucking great. Keep that's, it in the back of your car gross. in case you get stuck. <laughs> that's gross. It's kind of smart. <laughs> you get clumping kitty litter. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, you girls right? are. Don takes you it a little too far. I have never tried it. I think it's a very smart idea. <laughs> you bring the litter box too. Exactly. No, you bring a poop bucket. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is you, going off the road. You gotta do it. <laughs> This is great. I like this. Wait, I'm, I'm getting gonna, all gonna kinds gonna of new. Up. Right? <laughs> I'm getting new ideas all over the place. Isn't this it? Is awesome. I know. Yeah. You don't have to worry about because the freaking woods are disgusting. They're all laden with pee. And okay. Very anyway, disgusting. so <laughs> so okay. So why don't you tell us uh, how you got into the Helping Friendly Podcast? Because you started this when podcasts were barely a thing. So if you don't mind walking through this pro- process, because I sure you know yeah yeah. Um, yeah, my, my friend Brad and I, so he, he and I have seen a lot of shows. He, we went to high school and college together and he's my oldest, uh, fish friend and mm. one of my oldest friends in, in general. And we, uh, we've been listening to the dead pod, which is still around. Um, and that was sort of one of the inspirations that the, the professor on the dead pod, have you guys heard the dead pod? No, I, I have. So. Okay. You have? Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, yeah, every week he does like a set of dead and he, he only talks about it for, 
don't know a minute or so at the beginning and plays it and um we were like we should so we were we we were both already listening to podcasts and he brad was like we should do something like that and then we um didn't know anything about what we were doing and there was one other fish podcast happening at the time which was called the type two cast um and it was done by this guy steve olker who's a photographer now and they did sort of something similar but they would like go through very specific musically they would they would kind of critique and and give comments on a bunch of different jams and we wanted to kind of just bring in the voice of different fans so we wanted to do an interview-based show but then like also combine it with what the dead pod was doing in in terms of like giving people a a set of music to listen to so most of our first couple years was just like an interview with a fan that we had on and then you know playing a set of music that 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 person chose so a lot of people at the beginning told us that they were just tuning in to get like a set of fish recommended you know and then some people were like we just like to hear like normal people talk about fish so it was um we learned a lot and we evolved a lot and now we don't we don't really do a lot of like full sets we kind of mix in music as we talk and it's a little bit more interview based now but we still you know it it should it should always be heavily music but yeah we we learned a lot when we started we had no idea what we were doing and uh we have like a little bit more of an idea of what we're doing now yeah <laughs> obviously i mean yeah. you have like a whole like you're the boss man I mean. right <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, what, uh, so what do you use for the, for like clips of music? Like how do you guys, do you get it from like fish tracks? Do you get it from to when you play like, cause you guys play like full long, you know, clips of songs or. And whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. We usually get it from, well now, so now Matt, who's our editor and producer now, I don't even, I don't even ask him what he does. He just figures it out. But what I did, I would often take it from, yeah, fish tracks or fish on demand or like the you know the famous fish spreadsheet where you can get anything. What is um, that? I don't know the famous fish spreadsheet. What is this? Yeah, if you just go- just Google fish spreadsheet, you'll see. There's like you know links to every show. It's it's sort of irrelevant now because of fish on demand and fish tracks. But at one point it was like a place where you could download every fish show um, audience recording. So that's where we got a lot of our shows. And um, yeah, we don't we don't use a lot of soundboard stuff, obviously. Yeah. Um, so Matt Matt kind of figures that out now, but. For a long time, it was just like, yeah, download it and then, yeah, kind of cut it up uh, in, in um, Audacity, which I've been using since we started. Oh, yeah, Audacity. Yeah, I got, yeah. gotcha. We, um, I listen to, uh, I use uh, uh, Relisten, that app. Do you know yeah, that yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's like my favorite. I can't even get over it. They've got everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing for listening to other other bands, too. I use Relisten a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the good, the, the festy band spot as far as that's concerned. So, right. all right. So, you know, me jumping into this, like, I feel like I was, well, I mean, obviously I've got Ryan who, you know, does all the magic behind the, the screen kind of thing, our producer. And then, um, but, and then just jumping in with you guys um, and then having simple cast right there and all that. So was there podcast hosts like uh, simple cast? And then, you know, with that, when did you realize that, you know, helping friendly podcast was really taking off? Like, how were you able to watch your stats and, and kind of go from yeah. there? Yeah, we um yeah, we used something another service called Podomatic mm-hmm. for a long time and I think we discovered that when we started in 2013 um just by like googling podcast hosting. Mm-hmm. Um if we had done a little bit more research, we probably would have would have used Libsyn, which is like, you know, kind of the the one that's been around one of the longest and uh and one of the most reliable, but for some reason we decided to use this company and 
again, like learned as we went. We had no idea what we were doing and we just started uploading files and then we realized there was like a storage limit. And so then we'd have to like buy more storage. And then, you know, it was like, it was, it was very, um, I guess organic is a really nice way to put it. Um, but yeah, so I think like by the, you know, a year in like 2014, I think we were starting to see a lot of pickup and, you know, I remember like in 2014, we went out to Dick's and, and even at the Meriwether shows in 2014, just seeing people who would mention that they had listened to it and, and seeing people like say, you know, hey, you guys are the ones who do that podcast. So that was kind of cool, you know, even if that happens, you know, a couple of times a show, it's like, wow, these there are people actually listening. Do, um, do you ever run into people that recognize you by voice? Um, actually that's happened a few times, which is weird. Um, like before we did any video stuff at all, a couple of people had, have come up to, to me and to Brad, um, like in 2014. And I don't know how they knew who we were, maybe like <laughs> f- just from pictures on, on Twitter or something. Cause we, we have post pic- posted pictures of ourselves. So that was probably more photo than, than voice, you know? But, um, yeah, well, yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Do you know what I get? I get this a lot. Oh my God! Are you Donnie B's husband? <laughs> <laughs> I go. Who's the asking? Ma- <laughs> yeah, you're the man behind the woman. All right. <laughs> it's awesome. I just say so. Like, yeah, a- if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> just say like a curveball. I had like my like total of 90 seconds of fame and it was freaking glorious i was like <laughs> i could do this i could be like a famous person yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh my right? God. i know it's tough i know it was just so neat so it was like it is cool I, yeah like i was like because i mean we're just now we're in our friend's basement in the studio i'm just talking to you know you on the phone and we've got jason and christy and right you know that kind of thing and like but you know meanwhile when we put this out there's all these people listening and so you know what curveball i i don't know what i was kind of out networking i was full of piss and vinegar that night and maybe some other things and (laughs) (laughs) and like you know i don't know every once in a while i just somebody would be like oh wait a minute honey it's donny b i was so excited (laughs) (laughs) it was really fun (laughs) that's awesome yeah 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 it's it's cool i mean you know the it's 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 strange when to know that like you know, lots of people like what you're doing and, and listen to you talk about fish and I'm sure you, you've seen that too. I mean, one one thing that's kind of funny is that there's, um, over the, I guess over the years, people have more or less told us that like they, they come to the podcast more to hear us talk than to like listen to music, mm-hmm. which is helpful to know, but also just like strange, you know, I'm like really? I had Put two, the pressure on. I had yeah, two exactly. people in Albany tell me that they knew my voice and that I was their favorite on... Um, that you're visceral? No, that I was their <laughs> favorite on the... Um, I can't even remember. On market what, price? I can't even remember what it's called. <laughs> on our stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> market price. That's you're, awesome. You're a freaking riot, and we're usually, we might be half in the bag and usually. You by don't the time even understand. Comes. If you've met anybody who's worse with dates and when things happen, oh, yeah. it's me. I like, yeah. She's like, clearly that's from July 7th in 2005. <laughs> we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, Nope. I know every <laughs> single awesome. song to every album, but I can't even tell you the names of the songs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I just yeah. don't get stuck up in She's that. She's visceral. She's our visceral Christy. <laughs> and that's that's fine. You know, I think that's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> how did you um, get connected with Tom? Um, in 
2016, I was at um, the the man shows at that summer, and uh, a mutual friend who uh, who I've known for a long time and who is a, a good friend um, introduced me to Tom because he wanted me to meet him, but also he, he said that he thinks Tom was thinking about starting a podcast and that um, I should talk to him. So I was like, sure, yeah, I'd love to talk to him. And so we met in a parking lot um, in Philly and pretty immediately, like after that, I emailed him and was like, if you're starting a podcast, like I'm happy to help you and you should definitely do it. Because his first question, he was like, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. Do you think I should? I was like, well, yeah, I mean, obviously you should. This is... You're Tom you Marshall. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of people would want to hear what you're what you're thinking about and your yep. experience and all that. So yeah, and then we pretty much immediately started emailing back and forth about because I had been thinking for a while, like how do we take, you know, bo- podcasts and make them into sort of something bigger? And um he had been kind of thinking about the same thing. So we pretty much immediately started, you know, sending ideas back and forth and and you know, that's where Osiris pretty much started like not long after, if not before he launched his podcast. So we had been talking about it for, for quite a while before it, you know, officially launched. That's a pretty sweet, like, connection. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I feel yeah. like with him, it's like, you know, once you make that connection with him, at least my experience with him, once you really make that connection, really kind of get, you know, past, because, I mean, everybody everybody wants to meet Tom. He's great. And he's a lyricist and he wrote the lyrics to like the soundtrack of our lives, you know, really when mm-hmm. it comes down to mm-hmm. it. And, and so, you know, obviously he has to be guarded a bit, but once like you really connect with him, then he's like, yeah, like, what are you up to? Like, he's really a very honest, easy man to, to, you know, connect with and, and work with as far as, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, cause totally. I mean, you're really close to him now. So like when you guys, so you, so you started off, you're going to get Osiris going and what were you doing beforehand? Cause you live in Washington DC and I know you had a pretty, you know, a, I don't know if upscale is the right word, whatever. Great real, job. Yeah. I have a real job. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I know. yeah, well I just say about Tom, I mean, he's, he's one of the most like genuine, nice people I've ever met and I think we like we get along well because we're both like just like I I, I, you know speak for myself like I think we're both pretty nice people like we're not you sound um, like him for crying out loud (laughs) 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 he's just like yeah you know we started talking immediately and he was just he's a very open and and honest person and um, I think we had a good connection and and yeah pretty much immediately started started talking about this and then that summer of 2016 my wife was pregnant with our twins who are now two and a half and um you know I was like well let's do something and I remember several people were like well once you have twins like you're not gonna be able to do this and I'm like no we're we're like we're doing it for sure Um, yeah and part of that is like so I've been at this job um which I'm actually leaving this month in June um, for 10 years, which is uh, helping run a consulting firm in DC, doing communications for foundations and nonprofits. And it's cool. It's like mission driven stuff. We work on causes we care about, like education and women's rights and climate stuff. And it's, it's interesting in that way, but I've been doing it for a long time. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm leaving this month to, to work on Osiris full time. So be a full time freaking fish fan. It's awesome. That's yeah, like, that's your you live in the dream, man. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. Made the, this is your fruition coming full circle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thanks. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. it's either I keep quoting um, a, a spinal tap uh, line to people who are like, it's so cool. You know, basically what we're talking about now. And 
I don't know if I'm quoting it exactly right, but it's something along the lines of there's a there's a fine line between stupid and clever. You yeah. know, like and that that's kind of how I feel every day. I'm like this is either going to be really awesome or it's going to be really really dumb. Um but you, you got know. this. You got this. Oh, thanks. Well, it's, I, it's, not it's, it's time to try. That's it. clear. I yeah, thought you were right? going to say turn it up to 11. <laughs> <laughs> that that's also a good one. That Man, would that be awesome. You are. <laughs> You're leaving no, the I'm, consulting thing. Turn it up I'm, to 11. I'm really I'm really excited, but it's also just, you know, like I don't want to I've had a great like job and and I finished I finished grad school 17 years ago this month, so I've been like, you know, working for other people for 17 years. And I think I've always wanted to like do something myself. And, you know, it it is like kind of weird for people who don't really understand it to be like, so you're going to like go see music and that's your job. I'm like kind of, you know, and that's <laughs> Fuck cool. Fuck yeah, <laughs> but, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but we right. do, we feel like the time is right. It's it's funny because when you're asking about the the Helping Friendly podcast, we, we started it in 2013 and that was when you know in my opinion at least like the this era of fish really kind of like became something amazing and that was like a lot of luck in terms of the timing yeah and and i think that's part of why it took off and i feel like we you you and everyone else involved were all just part of this like kind of wave of interest in in you know live music but also in podcasts and it feels like the right time and like you only you only have one chance to do it all you know what i mean Right, I concur with you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Take your moments, right? So now that you're diving in guts, feathers, and all to the fish podcast world, uh, what shows are you gonna hit on summer tour? <laughs> <laughs> this summer, last summer was like was amazing because I kept um, justifying going on different trips because we of, always like, do, you know, <laughs> because of because of uh, work. Um, right. So last show, last summer, I think I got to see like eight or nine shows. This summer, I'm just seeing two, the first two Camdens and then Spec. Um, I am, I, I always go to Meriwether because it's nearby and I'm officiating a wedding that weekend of one of my best friends in California. So oh, I'm going to awesome. miss Meriwether, but, but a good reason. Um, so I'm only going to see those, those four. What about you all? Uh, yeah, I'm doing, I got seven. Woo! So excited. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. I got two nights of Bangor, and then uh, I'll be at SPAC, too. I'll be with my kids. So we definitely have to get this for realsy hug going on. This is, like, yeah. I feel like I know yeah, you so well. Yeah, yeah. Pretty ridiculous. <laughs> so I will, uh, I've got uh, Cassidy and Adelaide and Daphne and uh, my my uh, my boy Johnny, and then Jason, he made. Jason's yeah, getting a yeah, staycation. Yeah, yeah. Some of us have to work, <laughs> yeah. so... I might, yeah. I might quit and go to SPAC. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's to be determined. Yep. And then uh, Fenway. And then uh, I'm doing the night one of Mohegan. And I'm being a super dork because my uh, 124th show will be Mohegan. And that also happens to be my 25th anniversary. And I'm like, can I get a Camden show in there to make my 125th show be my 25th anniversary show? Too? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like I can, right? It only makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it seems like some oh, so you perfect should definitely do sense. That. Let's travel She's to just New Jersey. This on him Thank right you. now, just to let you know. No, okay. he. Does. Well, I would like to say that we, I think, um, we're going to talk to the Fear of a Craft Beer Planet guys tomorrow, and we might do an Osiris event on the Saturday of Camden oh. um, at, at Tonewood Brewery, um, right near near Camden, um, which would be, you know. 
That'd yeah. be a good reason. I know. I, I've got a, I do have a wedding on the 29th. So I'm thinking that the night before might be a little tricky to get back for mm. it. But I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, never miss a Sunday show. And yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, so, that's right? What that's they say. what they say. <laughs> I was thinking we just find a show that you forgot you went to. <laughs> and then that's actually that's probably a better it. idea. <laughs> and, and then you're in. <laughs> I know. I like I'm it. Probably, I'll just add it to my helping friendly podcast. <laughs> like, you know, my uh, helping friendly uh, app there. And yeah, I know. think you should do that. Right. <laughs> that actually, that's a really good idea, Jason. Yeah. I, I think that's. I think that's Slam a good. Ram dunk. <laughs> I have tickets for Bangor and Mohegan Sun, but well, both nights. And then for the rest of it, I just figure it out. I'm not. I. Yeah. You're not gonna go to Fenway. She's I know this visceral. sound sucks, but it's yeah, Boston, yeah. Boston. Actually, Hello. no, I'd rather go to Camden. Or I'd rather go anywhere. Yeah. I've yeah. been to a lot you, of Fenway shows. You got to yeah. understand. I've, we, seen, pr- I've seen a lot of different bands there. Kind of yeah. in like a sweet spot. We're about 40 minutes north of Boston, two and a half south of Bangor, three hours from SPAC. Yeah, yeah. Like we're, we're getting the holy... That's pretty good. Trifecta. Oh. I'm psyched because it's been since 2016 since they've done... You know, a tour around here. Yeah. Uh, when we yeah. when we had that jazz back is so much fun though. That's oh, why I'm a back. Freaking Worcester is a back, yeah. Oh, Worcester, Worcester's the best. <laughs> You've been to Worcester shows, right? I don't think I have. I what? just want to hear you guys. I just want to hear you guys say it. What's that? New Year's Eve in Worcester, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I've never seen a show there. I've seen Boston. I've seen. I think the only show I saw. In Boston, well, I've seen, I saw the last Fenway show, but then I saw some Great Woods shows um, yeah. in like 09 through Whoa. 11. Uh, that was my first show. I know, I know. Well, you know, it, Great Woods has just progressively gotten it. That's my hometown show, you know, and like mm-hmm. that's, but it's just progressively like, and it sucked because that 2016 when the freaking sound went out in the, were you there for that one? No, no, no. Yeah. I was only there. I think the last show I saw there was 2010, actually. Straight Massachusetts. They blew the whole PA <laughs> so no one in the lawn could hear anything. Nothing. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, not only is that happening, we had seats. We had actual seats. I wouldn't even go to that venue without seats. That's no, a thing. The lawn is I'm, a, I'm an asshole like that, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not for all shows, but if the sound is kind of crappy in the back, I don't want to be there. Um, I'd rather do couch tour. Um but so we're there, we're underneath, and so my very dear friend moves to go to the bathroom, and the person behind him puked exactly <gasps> where he was. Oh, like if he didn't miss him. Henny did that. This happened. To, <laughs> of course, Henny moved. He's the luckiest guy ever. <laughs> but he did. Like literally thirty seconds after he moved, the guy behind us literally like. Oh, that's terrible! Wow. That's it's, terrible. Yeah, that's a. It's not the greatest place for me. That yeah. Event. Well, and it's a. It's a good family friendly place. So like that was like we brought Adelaide and Daphne and Cassidy was there for yeah, her. There is definitely it's fun yeah. for a family. Some for real sure. Massachusetts shit goes on down there, man. <laughs> it gets a little. Yeah. But I'll have to say I was very proud of my boy because you know the sound went out and so he's been his first show was it so he's been you know running around random lots for you know a little while now and uh, so the sound goes out and he's just like mom I'm gonna go down there I'm like all right cool whatever like go ahead I think he was fourteen he goes down there and the security's like you know whatever he's like oh my parents are down there he gets down there he's like third row for the rest of the freaking show just. <laughs> <laughs> making moves like a professional. <laughs> it's awesome. You gotta, you gotta just 
be professional about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. When you're making moves. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yep. Yeah, especially when a kid goes, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my mom's right over there. Yeah, What are right. going to say? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so back to Osiris for a minute. So how did you guys choose um, the podcast? Because, you know, when I, when I came into the whole thing, um, I came in because I had connected, you know, under the scales was uh, – Right at the beginning, he was looking for just ideas or whatever, and I sent him an email and just said, uh, you know, I've got some funny-ass tour stories, like, if you're into it, cool, and then it was, like, six months later, I get an email back, and he's like, hey, Don, like, send me your tour stories, and I'm like holy shit. So I get all excited. You know, I send the whole family off on a Saturday morning, ate like an Adderall. I had like a, you know, a monster energy drink and like just like <laughs> typed away in my summer of 96 and like sent it off. And, uh, and he loved it, you know? And then, but at the time I was like, you know, I think I want to like try to collect stories and get into this, you know? And so I, I like created a whole bunch of notes and I folded them up and gave them all out at the, uh, Baker's dozen. Well, your original idea was to, do like a book, right? Yeah, things where are people, true that I forget. Mm-hmm. Where people would submit like, you know, tour stories that you might write down in a book, and maybe a coffee table book or something. But turns out uh, people weren't sharing their... They weren't sharing the dirt, man. I we've got some shenanigans. <laughs> I had a few of them, and you know, but I I don't blame them. I mean, most of us are, you know, professionals, teachers, now. teachers, exactly. Like, and and yeah. so just like to throw up there, like you know, the dirty laundry on tour back in '97 is like. So I mean, I I got a good amount, but it wasn't where I really was trying to go for and that's when I like got back to him and that's when like Fish Chicks had started off and then Sophia Callisto who's doing the music empowering women uh, the photographic anthology thing yeah. yeah and so I got back to him and I was like hey what do you think about having me on with and I'll share you know share the space with Bethany and Sophia and then he got back to me and was like well I'm starting this podcast company and, and I think like the literally the way he put it is like I think you should be the first female fish you know, podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll never forget, like, as I'm reading it on my phone and, and, you know, so, like, I, I honestly am still a little starstruck, but I'm, I'm getting over it. <laughs> Tom, but she like... sent me, she sent me a screen cap of it. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so excited. Fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that makes excited. sense. That's fair. Totally. Try living with her. <laughs> so, so I get this and, and, you know, Jason was had been doing a podcast with his buddy that he was recording out of his phone, and I'm like, uh, you know, no, no, no. Me and my two friends talk shit into a microphone. It's a little <laughs> different. <laughs> <laughs> but as soon as I got back to you guys, I mean, it was like within I feel like an hour that I got an email from both you and Tom being just like, all right, let's do this, you know. Yeah. And so I mean, that's where you know I I want to talk about more about that in just a minute, but I want to know how the other because I feel like I was like I know I was like one of the last ones to like get on the team kind of thing, and then I just jumped on. So like, how did you guys gather all the other ones? Yeah, we well we started with you know the the friends the friends that we had that were already doing it, which was. You know, Brian and Dave um, had started Beyond the Pond, and oh, yeah. mm-hmm. we met. Um, well, we met we met a bunch pretty early on, like Seth and and Rob, who do Inside Out. Yep. And um, Ira does the sound. We kind of just like met people through, um, you know, various like connections. And and Seth um, from Inside Out, he connected me with Bob Crawford, and 
you know, he had been doing Road to Now for a while, and I told him the idea, and he was like, yeah, we should we should join join Osiris. And, and so we had several conversations like that. I think we wanted to get, like, a group of, you know, 10 or so podcasts to launch um, when, we, when we actually started. Mm-hmm. And then once we launched, we started getting a lot of incoming requests, and the... The podcast that we added after we launched, we tried to be basically like, you know, shows that we thought would complement what we already had. So at, at some point we have like, like, I think now we have like enough fish podcasts, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. like how many more fish podcasts does the world need? I, the yeah. answer is probably like three fewer than we have Six, now. Six, 700. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say like, only fish podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right, right. No, do no, we, do we do need to have any more food podcasts? How many are there of those? Right, right. That's true. That's you, fair. You know what and, I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, and that, like when we added, you know, we've added a couple like culture podcasts, like the parenting podcast and craft, the craft beer guys. And those were all people who, who reached out to us in, in one way or another, um, Actually, Tim, who does the the parenting podcast, was was earlier. But what what we're like the way we see the music and culture thing is like the culture podcast, which are like anything that's not directly music related, can really like bring more people into the fold. You know, because mm-hmm. um, if you come to listen to a fish podcast, you might not want to listen to the podcast that we have about Ween or or the Grateful Dead, but you might want to listen to one about craft beer or mm. or parenting. So that's why we tried to like add more about. The cultural topics, I think those are like the spokes that connect some some people. So, yeah, that was kind of the thinking. And then, you know, now we're sort of shifting the focus to creating more original stuff. And that's that's a lot more of what we're going to be doing over the next well, yeah, couple of years. It sounds like a good business plan to diversify and then bring it back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're that's what we're hoping to do. Um, right. Yeah. But but Don, you're I mean, the what Tom said is right is like we. You know, I think we're all well aware that still, um, you know, there's like podcasts are mostly like white dudes talking about stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's, you know, just how it is. And so we need to be diversifying, you know, as we're diversifying our content, we need to be thinking about diversity overall. It's still like very white and, and mostly male, but we want to change that. And Have we you been keep... to a fish show? Right, right. <laughs> well, that, that's totally fair. And that's like the jam band scene, you know, sort of, but... Mm-hmm. But we do want to, you know, we do want to diversify in like in different ways, I guess. Yeah, yeah, of course. So um, I have obviously more questions for you, but we are going to take a break and we'll be right back for those. Yeah. All right. This episode is sponsored by Passion House Coffee Roasters. So... There's been a problem recently. The coffee somehow keeps leaking out of our cup. Fortunately, we can now refill it with this delicious fresh brew from Passion House Coffee Roasters, our new coffee sponsor. Passion House was founded by a longtime fan in Chicago. Of course, that's a fan with a PH. And they've been sourcing and roasting some of the best beans in the world since 2011. Now they are asking for your help naming one of their newest coffees, an experimental micro lot from a renowned farm in Colombia. So, with coffees named like Millie Grace, which of course is from Fee, and LSD, I don't know where that's from, and Box of Rain, (laughs) the bar is set high for a new name, but we know you guys can help. So, go to passionhousecoffee.com. 
backslash Osiris to read about the mystery coffee and submit your idea for a coffee name. And while you're there, pick up some freshly roasted beans so you can have a cup of coffee and catch your breath. They ship everywhere and our listeners get 30% off their coffee. So enter Osiris at your checkout and you'll get 30% off. Thanks, Passion House. We are back with RJB, and we've been talking all kinds of fun stuff. Um, One of the things we kind of just touched on for just a minute was, because this is just my curiosity, because obviously I'm really excited about being the first uh, female podcaster uh, for Fish. And so, you know, um, so you and Tom had been talking about the importance and like you were just saying a moment ago about, you know, sort of breaking out from from just the, the norm, I guess, that had been the norm and uh, having a female-centric Fish podcast. And, you know, Tom suggested that. I, of course, jumped on it. And then you guys, as I mentioned, you know, you both were quick to embrace me in this concept, trusting that I could you know, do this, but I hadn't even, you know, put out a pilot episode yet. And, and I was on the team. And so I'm just, you know, I'm really curious about how your side was just saying like, okay, like Donnie B can do this kind of thing. Like, you know, it was a lot of faith and, and trust and, and I don't, you know, so I'm just curious, like on your end, when you're just like, okay, there's this girl, like, what's she going to do kind of thing? Yeah. No, I mean, I think like, especially when you're starting, it's different because we, most of the podcasts that we brought onto the network at the beginning and um you know over the the first six or 12 months was were existing shows right so yeah. you go back and listen to stuff and check it check it out and kind of evaluate it so with new shows yeah it's it's different and and there's a lot of people who have reached out who have said like i have a cool idea for a podcast i mean i can't tell you how many people who have said that and, uh, yeah i remember you saying that mm-hmm. yeah and you know that's like the difference between a good idea and you know making it real is is the whole thing like you know anyone can have a good idea actually executing on it is much more difficult and proves a lot more in my in my opinion Mm -hmm. so to me it's like you know you had the idea and we were like go for it and then if you like came through with some episodes then you know we would figure out a way to make it work I think the the feedback I think we gave you some feedback maybe Mm -hmm. at the beginning but Mm -hmm. that is like that's what we try to do is give people feedback on like you know, the length or the segments or the quality or the content and Mm -hmm. help like kind of help people, you know, improve if if we can, if we can help. Um, But yeah, you know, I think like that if the ideas are, your idea was like pretty specific and, and that is another thing about podcasts is like, if we get a lot of people who are are like, I want to do like an interview show, you know, like about music. And my response is, is always like, that's just, not specific enough the whole thing about podcasts is like a very specific niche is going to be much more successful than something more general which seems kind of counterintuitive to some people i think so you know yeah yeah like female focused fish podcast it, you would you know? think that makes absolute sense yeah yeah <laughs> to me <laughs> definitely <laughs> right yeah right. yeah exactly. and my my thing is that like i just am a very excited person and so and i know a lot of people in the scene and whatnot and so to pull them all in and then we had our little, you know, our, our game show and, and that, that sort of thing. But like, um, and, and honestly to have 
Tom was like, I'll be your mentor. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. what? Well, Dawn also doesn't <laughs> give herself enough credit. Dawn is an executor. Like, Dawn's an yeah. artist. Yeah. When she gets an idea, like with everything in her life, it's like super excited. So you might get confused that this is just all like, like on a surface feeling and she's going to like just blow out with it. But really, in general, she's constantly thinking. She's an you're an executor. Mm-hmm. You don't think you are manifest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Dawn's an executor. There's uh-huh. no doubt about it. She's executed yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm way beyond this. Like this not so organized, can, but yeah, yeah, she'll yeah, get yeah. it done. Yeah. she is not organized. No, 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 no. I have like a trail of dust behind me, and <laughs> she, right, she's like Pigpen. Yes, from Snoopy. Right. <laughs> I say, but she's like pig pen. It's like sparkles with, and with glitter a, uh, and shit. What's it called? <laughs> what's it called? Your what's it called? Your whole work. My trail. What? <laughs> what's it called when you have like a? What do you make to a resume? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a resume full of glitter. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Don, you did. You did like you know. You came through with it, and you and you. You did what you said you were going to do. And I think that's like a big, that's a big part of it. But being, you know, having a vision that's specific and having the ability to get it done is, uh, yes, you know, yeah, so yeah. That, that's part of it. But we do, I mean, probably once a day I get an email that's like, you know, a podcast idea or, or an existing podcast that wants to join in. And we've kind of, as we've grown, we've raised the bar in terms of what we're looking for and, and what podcasts have to be doing to, to join. And so, yeah, it's, um. You know, not everyone can can pull it off for sure. We yeah. haven't got cut yet, baby. I know. I was no. like, I hope we're meeting the we bar. We are not no, cut off the yeah. team. <laughs> you guys aren't going to get cut. There's nope. no cuts. This isn't like you <laughs> oh, know my experience. <laughs> this isn't like my experience in sophomore year. You know, baseball. Um, yeah, right. no, no, we're not getting cut. We're going to no put cuts. you on the B team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I thought, you know, when Tara Lee Weathers uh, got in touch with me, like, I had her on uh, Female Centrics last year. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, she wrote that book. And then just, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, her retreat, like, changed everything for me. And she's amazing. And and I was just really happy, like, the way that you guys came back with me about, you know, what is the contact of me? And then I can kind of connect with her. And now I'm feeling confident that I can mentor her through things. And I think it's going to be pretty amazing because she is just one of those lights and she just has it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it'd be good to have, you know, I, one of the things I realized, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm the only girl here, which yeah, is, that was a fun podcast. And which, then when she told me that we were doing Tara Lee, yeah. I was like, oh my God, she is literally some of my super best friends. Yeah. Best friends. Yeah. I'm like, I've met this woman multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that works in this Isn't community. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a real big family. <laughs> so uh, so you are now pretty are you just like the co-host with uh, Tom on Under the Scales? Because, I mean, you've had the chance to interview Trey, which I was just beyond excited for you. Because when we first started this whole thing, like I was still getting very starstruck by Tom and, and I'm, I'm better now. Like I said, it's just exciting still, but I, I felt like I could like connect with you when I yeah. was, when I was feeling dorky, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, right, right. And so, but like now you're past that, like it was a picture that came up. I don't know what it was, but like it was you, Tom and somebody, you guys were at a dinner table and you had your phone in your hand and it was the most casual picture. Like, 
like you're just hanging out with your buddies, you know, and and right. which I know, yes, every person's a real person and all that kind of stuff. But still, you know, so but you had the the chance to interview Trey, so like you know, share with us your connection and your friendship with Tom, and now that you're co-hosting Under the Scales and how you're feeling yeah. about all that. Yeah. So the Under the Scales thing has been interesting because I just you know when when I offer ideas to Tom all the time and. A few times recently, we've like kind of developed some ideas together, and mm-hmm. um, so yeah, th- that's come together well. And now we have like a yeah, we have a better like rapport. It's not just like I'm like a guest because we we know each other better, so I can kind of like you know we can just like you guys are doing now. Yeah. Um, it's the same same thing, but yeah, it's it's been really interesting. I mean, there's there's a lot that Tom and I kind of work on together. We're we've worked on you know, this Osiris project for like going on three years and in some way or another, it's changed a lot. It's, there's been a lot of like ups and downs and, you know, changes and all that. And we've also like, I mean, we both really like just hanging out and, and drinking beer and, and talking. And, um, yeah, it's, it's been really interesting. And the, the getting to interview Trey thing was really a huge milestone for sure. And I was like, so, so nervous. Um, I don't think I've been that nervous since, like, maybe I interviewed for my first job. Like, yeah, 20 I can years only ago, imagine. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I and I shouldn't have been. You know, like three minutes into it, it was like, oh, I, there's there's nothing to be nervous about. You know, um, was was he in the room? No, no, on the phone, which which is probably better. I mean, I'm not sure. Although I guess if we were in the room, like it would have been, we would have had more time to get comfortable before we started. But yeah, we just sort of called him, and it was like, okay, let's start talking. I feel like, like that shit. might be almost worse. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, all right, here's Trey on here's the Trey. line. Ugh. Yeah, here he is. Like <laughs> now, like ask your question, and I'm like, shit. Um, uh, yeah, yeah right. I mean, it was amazing. It was cool to just like there were a few exchanges that we had about specific songs, and you know, Tom, like at least on under the scales and when we talk about fish which is not that much but when we do it's like he knows that i know you know tours and dates and jams and that sort of stuff he relates to you all the time he's like uh rj what about this one what about that one yeah Yeah, yeah, i love it i love it (laughs) right and i don't always know but he he thinks i you know he thinks i know more than he does about it which is crazy because he's seen like every fish show pretty much fake it till you make it buddy (laughs) yeah he's killing it (laughs) we the cool thing about the tray interview was like a couple exchanges that we had where I like related a couple experiences that I know that I had. And I think other fans had about specific songs, like what's the use or other like things that he probably doesn't hear that often, you know, in terms of like the fan experience or kind of how things have evolved. So that was amazing. And I hope to hope to do that again for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I had, I had my one time that I met him for like 36 seconds and I had already been set up because it was a solo tour. It was just those, that beginning three nights. It's called Gentle Stalking. No, it's just gentle. <laughs> just gentle. I just knew he was going to be at his bus at the time. because Goodness my, gracious. My tour- it was minus 10 degrees outside. <laughs> and awesome. you waited outside his tour bus with a laminated collage and a handwritten letter that she you said, wrote for she him. She actually called me and said, what do you no, call you it? come with me? I'm like, no, it's too cold. That's amazing. Jason's like, you wrote him a love letter. I'm like, it was just to tell him how awesome he was. And this, and that. But my collage, my collage was hilarious because that one 
was all a bunch of like me and him and obviously he didn't I was just front row like selfies. <laughs> like, yeah, she should be the host that's of this amazing. podcast. There's no doubt about it. Like that's I really no awesome. Doubt. But he was so sweet about it. He's like, Oh, let her yay, like really excited and I was like, It's minus ten out here, yeah, lady. Right? Like, here's a Sharpie, <laughs> sign it. I was fast, got a selfie, and then I ran off and it was the greatest thirty six seconds ever. We could come That's from really a- cool. A long, a long line of soft stalkers. I, I don't even remember the little girl that wrote uh, Trey a love letter on stage. Oh, and yeah. he read it and yeah. he wrote her back. Yeah, did daughter. you know that? Do you know the that story about, um, it was up here in Maine, because um, uh, it, it went viral, but my daughter Daphne, on her own, wrote a letter to Trey just telling oh. him. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And she gave it to him, and then he wrote back the letter right away. Yeah, that's my girl Daphne. During the show. <laughs> during like the show. all happens during a show. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, you know, you, you, you get back what you put in, I guess, in, in some way or another. <laughs> right? With, uh, <laughs> you know, with, with all of this, but. Yeah. Yeah. And he's super, that, he's super kind. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't weird. It wasn't like that. I mean, I was excited, but you know, you're right. You were like three minutes into it. You're like, oh, and that's how it was like when I met, I met John Fishman. I hung out with, we were like an hour and a half after one of the shows and just talking to him. And like, after my initial, just like, okay, settle down, settle down. I'm like, I'm just hanging out with this dude, talking to him. This guy I've been hanging out with for like 20 years. He just, you know, like it was just yeah. very relatable conversations. It was smooth. Like we were, you know, he knew that like we knew what he was talking about. I don't know. It was just, it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I found that very so- Speaking of Trey, what about like I, we read? I read mm-hmm. the deconstruction of your Ghost of the Forest. I thought it was pretty spectacular. Yeah, RJ's so good. So, oh, good. thanks. Yeah, thank you. I loved thank it. Like you. it took you, like you know, you had mentioned about your father passing away in 2014, and that it was unexpected. And so I, I would imagine, and I, I personally have a lot of like anxiety around death. It's gotten better throughout the years, you know. So like, how personal and intense this was and and i like it took you a few months to write that and like you put it you know yeah so share with us a little bit about that because it was really good thanks thanks for saying that yeah it it did take it's funny because um i was talking to my friend macon yesterday and he was just like kind of like along the same lines of the conversation we were having about how i'm like professional fish person or whatever now but um he was like how long did that take you to write and i was like i think it took an hour because I'd been thinking about it for like months, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um since since it since it came out, but that happens to me a lot with um particularly with writing. Like I think about something for a long time and kind of like form ideas in my head and then once I am ready, I like kind of write pretty fast. And so it had been percolating for a while, but um I had listened to the, most of the shows, you know, of Ghost of the Forest. I I saw two of them. And I think the when the album came out, which I guess was like right at the beginning of the tour, maybe. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like something, that song in Long Lines, um, I forget what happened. I think it was just like one day I listened to it and I like finally was like, oh, I now I like, it means something to me in a different way than it has like the previous 20 times I heard the song, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just like, the to me that's the most like kind of intense song on the album and then when i heard that and was like oh yeah this is like bringing me back to to this experience that i had then the next time i went to listen to the full show or or the album i can't remember which then like every song was like oh shit this is like this whole thing heavy heavy Mm. amazing 
yeah the whole thing is like actually what i went through and then like then every time now that i listen to it i'm like wow this this whole experience is uh is reflective of, of my experience and so at least in the way I was interpreting it. I'm sure that some of it is not the way that, that Trey intended it, but some of it probably is. But yeah, it's it's funny. Like it took me, it's been percolating for months and I just, I didn't really care, I guess, if a bunch of people read it. I just wanted to like get it out there and like then, you, I, then it was done. You know? Yeah, yeah. You were very humble because I mean, you're definitely a voice that represents like, you know, the fish fans, like big time now. And so the you definitely repeated, you know, a few times through it that you were just like, this is my experience with and I think Christy, you were talking yeah, to me I, about I that. I had a very mm-hmm. heavy experience with that too on a very different level. But and and I think that when you said like maybe Trey didn't write this to feel this way, but I think Trey knows. I mean, I think that's why Trey has adapted so well to being mm-hmm. such a good singer songwriter is that he realizes that you and me or Don or anybody is going to take these words that that mean so much to him and they're going to mean so much to us, but maybe it's not going to be exactly what they meant to him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, yeah, it's interesting. And also like just that, I've talked to Tom a lot about this, like he didn't write any of these songs, right? So it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's different in that way in that it's like a new project that Trey did completely on his own, you know, in terms of lyrics and music. And it's clearly like from, you know, he's, he's come into a different place as a songwriter and, and lyricist, you know, and mm-hmm. that's yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. It's a different kind of different phase. Um, and yeah. I, I want, you know, obviously I said, I think I said this in the podcast we did about Ghost of the Forest, but it, it's cool and it's great, but I want Tom and Trey to keep writing songs together. That's yeah. Like... Well, we can't keep going that deep. I mean, Jesus. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where will right. we go? <laughs> all right, I exactly. Know, all I know is I'll take Big Red on the shredder any day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, on my Ghost of Re- the Forest review, I was lucky enough to have Doctor, the you know Stephanie Jenkins. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, you know, her big thing that I just love the point of it. She's like, you know, now you know she's teaching this existentialist class and like. Her view on it was, you know, like we've gone through all these stages with him. So now it's like perfect as we're getting older, we're going to have friends that are going to pass away. We're going to have parents. And now we're going through like this songwriting with him that he experienced with death. Like it, this journey that we've had. I mean, a lot of us, most of, you know, more than half our lives, we've been on this journey with them, you know. And your interpretation of it, I really liked because this you know, it felt like it was very, you know, along the lines of what you ended up going through with your father. I don't know if it was a long, you know, time that you had, if it was really, you know, last minute or whatever, if you had that same sort of experience. But when you talk about in long lines, like, you know, the quote that you pulled, your eyes were wide open, black as night. I lit your cigarette. Your hand was touching mine. The wild gypsy with trembling hands. I mean, that is like about as intimate as it gets and like right there with you when you're with them Mm -hmm. yeah and that i mean to me that's like the most yeah that's the most intimate part of the entire album Mm -hmm. that 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 like verse you know in general like that friend song like you would think yeah for most people that like i i honestly have never i'm blessed in the fact that i've never lost anybody close to me but i did Mm -hmm. my mother abandoned me and like that song for me like working through as an adult Mm -hmm. was like yeah you were supposed to be there you know what i mean like yeah and that's what i mean like when it leaves him it's like up to me to interpret 
interpret and like yeah. that for me was a really heavy song like yeah lady you i have these kids now and i love them i would never leave them and you le- like you were supposed to be there for me mm-hmm. <laughs> and like for me like and mm-hmm. that's not at all what trey wrote that about you know what i mean right and, and it, different and, interpretations right, mm-hmm. and i love that about music in general Mm-hmm. And that, I think that's why I love the singer songwriter. Like I, love well, I mean, it's what Jerry said, right? As as soon as he belts it out, it doesn't belong to him anymore. It mm. belongs to right. the listener. So mm-hmm. do with it what you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I did. I loved that whole album on a completely different level than I think everybody else loved it on. Because for me, it wasn't necessarily about death, but it was still definitely about loss. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and. I think just the whole construction of it and, you know, based on my interpretation is like this cycle of feelings that everyone goes through based on any loss, whether it's, yeah, pra- right. past or, right. or present. But, you know, the the Halfway Home is the other song that kind of like, I guess, drove it home for me, which was like, that's like the memories. And, and like I said, when I wrote the thing, like everyone tells you when someone dies and they like come to the funeral, they're like, just remember, you know, remember, remember him how he, how he used to be or whatever. And like, that is a big part of it. And that's like huge in terms of memories because you have photos and hopefully other stuff that reminds you of the the person or, or people like when, when times were good, but it's also like, that's, it's much easier said than done, you know, but halfway home to me is like all about like, it's like even just the way the music is written. It's, um, it's just very like reminiscent you know which i think is is cool because that is like a huge part of keeping people's memories alive you know yeah yeah i liked the quote that you pulled from that the cuz i mean down at the eldo on a friday night i'm not sure what eldo was but you know i'm assuming a bar of sorts or you know whatever yeah but, right right yeah the room was spinning and the lights were bright it was beautiful to the house turned down you fell apart just to be reborn from the ashes yeah it's, it's, yeah i think Mm-hmm. There's a there's a place called the Eldo Brew Pub in Crested Butte, Colorado, which I think is probably because I think I think Chris Cottrell lived in um, lived in Colorado, so mm-hmm. that that's what I assumed yeah. it was, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, exactly. They're like they went out and they had fun, and I'm sure Trey was partying, and that was, you know, yeah, some yeah. some kind of memory. Who knows what happened with the yeah, place right? burnt down? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's right. About interpretation. Yeah. I mean. How could right. you possibly know what that yeah. really means? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Not that you shared it with us. It's definitely. So I have one more question for you, and then we're going to go into market price. The resurrection. Oh, yeah. da, da, da. If I beat you, RJ, <laughs> I am like, I am literally, I'm, so I'm taking off work all week. <laughs> she, like, I'm on fire. If she beats you, she's in charge of she's, I'm gonna have another- She's the boss lady. <laughs> So, I'm gonna have another beer before this, yeah. just to like calm my nerves. Right. <laughs> so, so I mean, your my last question before we get into it. So, what are what's the future for Osiris? What are your goals? Like you, like since you've really even just taken over part time, like how much more you've better you know the the emails and the support and the sponsors. I mean, I, you know, I said today that just you're, you're killing it. So I'm just you know what, and we just had the whole big seed. Uh, Seed invest, seed yeah. invest, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, yeah. So just uh, tell us where you're at with that. Yeah, yeah. So we just we finished a round of fundraising through this platform called Seed Invest, which is like a seed funding, you know, for startups. And and we raised. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say how much, but but you can see it I at seedinvest.com. Um, and and we we reached our goal and exceeded it, which is cool. So the idea right now for me is that we want to become 
the go-to music podcast network and that um you know where we are now and and there is there's there's some space between that so the things that we want to do next first of all is like continue to bring bring people in in terms of listeners and and advertisers to the podcast we have but also create what we're going to call Osiris Limited which are going to be sort of limited series with high profile artists um from music and and the music world awesome and we're going to do something called Osiris Original which is I mentioned Splice earlier that's the first one of those which is going to be helping or I guess that was kind of off mic but anyway Splice is a technology <laughs> company in music and we're going to do a, a kind of series with them profiling artists that use their software so it's going to be about Splice and about the company but really about music and technology and we're going to do that with music companies we've been talking about like it'd be awesome to do that with Sonos or Bose or you know guitar companies so those two kind of ideas are, are top of mind in terms of content and then continuing to do more events and and do more video because video is like where people are are moving and all that stuff mu- music video and event stuff should drive people back to podcasts because that's what we've figured out how to monetize so far so that's like a very brief um, summary of where we want to go but we basically want to keep creating original content, bring in existing podcasts that kind of, you know, bring in other audiences and then eventually like scale to more and more genres. So we have some classic rock stuff and we're going to keep moving beyond jam bands so that we can kind of become just more representative of the music scene overall. Mm -hmm. Are you going to do so like you're, you're saying all like all new, new music, like, yeah, the the way we're like, I mean, I guess the only parameters are like live music. So right, we think yeah, about yeah. it, you know, but but right, that doesn't yeah. like, you know, hip hop and country and EDM and, and some pop music. I mean, I, I think, see a lot of live music and a lot of it blows me away sometimes. And I'm like, wow, yeah. I can't believe they're so big because mm-hmm. I'm unaware because yeah. they're not in my wheelhouse. Well, and I think like so the that's like the very long term vision is like, can we take what we this like community that we've helped bring together we haven't really created a community i think we brought people together around their interests you know um fish and the grateful dead and jam bands and now we're into bluegrass and folk and classic rock and all that and can we like scale that to like bring in fans of edm you know there's you there's can. millions of i think them. they're searching for it i think that this might you might just have the best platform ever yeah. for a live music podcast. Well, it's like when you, when you did the drop, I'm like, this is like MTV freaking news for for live yeah. music. Like, exactly. you, you had it set up like that. You talked like them. I was, yeah, I'm really impressed with what you got going on with no, that. No, thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys for so saying that. So what about that's, Couch Tour? That's yeah. I was going to say, can we do like a Couch Tour podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe comment on it. Maybe mute the band. They don't need to hear the band. <laughs> Right. Don and I yeah. should do a. We should do a podcast from my backyard. This Tablas? summer. I mean, Ooh, what? that'd be fun. Because we Jason have, I have a three-story house and you know a good speaker set up and a good projector. So we have like we have pretty good parties in the summertime at my house. Yeah, we do definitely. Yeah, definitely bonfire. And are there are are you guys planning on doing couch tour again this summer? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it, it's interesting you mentioned that because I think the cross, like what people have enjoyed about the, the couch couch tour, couch report stuff is like, you know, there, there's people who are tuning in anyway, right? And who want to hear or would, would listen to us talk about fish and listen to Tom talk about lyrics and, and that sort of thing. So scaling that to other bands is, is what we want to do next. I did an interview with uh, 
with J- Barber from the the Disco Biscuits in January when they were in DC, just as like a, you know, see how it goes, and it got like you know six or seven thousand views on Facebook. Damn! Wow. On the Disco Biscuits page because Disco Biscuits fans were like going to watch the webcast anyway. Yep. And why not watch like a thirty minute interview with the guitarist? So that to me is like you know we need to just like the podcast I was talking about doing the video stuff with other artists and people from other genres seems to make a lot of sense but we want to keep doing the fish stuff and maybe this event in camden would be one we just want to do it when there's a webcast and when it makes sense because when we tried to do i mean we didn't try we did do like 10 or 15 last year and they all like they all worked but they all had some sort of technology complication Mm. and they were like they each ended up instead of taking i don't know if it was 30 minutes long it took like six hours Uh, oh yeah well we're used to that yeah (laughs) exactly any content you create is, is, I think, similar. But we do want to do more this summer, and we will definitely... Couch Report will be back for summer tour in some way or another. Yeah. Well, I feel like mm-hmm. if you did, I don't know, like a Couch Tour companion, whereas, like, you sync it up, be like, okay, Couch Tour is starting, and we go. So maybe if you're, you watch the show on Couch Tour, you love Fish so much, you want to see it again, but here's some commentary, maybe? You play it, you yeah. can sync it up on your own type of deal or is it just people talking through the show and then that wouldn't oh yeah no Damn. no talking during the show i forgot about <laughs> yeah. that you can't talk during the show i it's quit so we can't that. I hate that. I hate that never mind actually if you want a podcast for just people talking during the show this is the <laughs> podcast for you yeah. well i mean you know there and then like some kind of mystery science theater thing you oh. know, right with yes. music pop but then there's there's licensing issues and all that so like we're you know, I think doing pre-show um, events at shows of, of, you know, Fish and other bands is, is probably the next step and then, you know, see where it goes from there. I think our new partnership with Nugs.net, which I think both yeah, of just heard about, perfect for you guys, is, is great oh, and, yeah. you know, hopefully we yeah. can do a lot more with them too. Because they have all the music and they're continuously growing with even new and upcoming music. Always, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. that's what they... I mean, I love Nugs. I really mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have to say, when I did the couchy port, like I, Chrissy and I went the first night and, you know, we were having a really good time that night. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I got to review this. So I kept, <laughs> got back to the room and I was like, I did it. And then, but like, I'm all about feelings. So like, that's what, and that's what ended up happening with the Ghosts of the, my Ghosts of Forest review, which is just going to be how I'm going to be mm-hmm. anyway. But it was an interesting thing to, you know, okay, now we're going to review it the next day uh, from, and I, you and I had talked about this, like coming from like a female versus the male perspective of talking about the music. I remember you were saying like, you know, we all get it. And, but like with you guys, you were talking about more of the technical side and it'll take you a little bit longer to get down to the emotion where I'm just like emotion right away. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Men just pretend that they like are, you know, really interested in the technicalities or whatever, but they're they're all gushing. You just get there faster. Yeah. (laughs) You mean awesome. we're more mature? Uh, I, mean, I don't even know what to say. To that. That's <laughs> that's a given. I take it right. easy. Everyone knows that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> awesome. All right. So we are going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Market Prize.
Well, hello, and welcome to yet another version of Market Price, the game where we're going to play some one-minute clips of everyone's favorite band, and we're going to take turns guessing the date of the song. Closest without going over, Price is Right rules, wins the point. Jules. Okay, you got it. Closest without going over. Are you, are you, are you targeting that towards me? Just had to repeat it for you, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have six tasty licks lined up for you today. And uh, we're going to go, RJ, you're our special guest. I hate to do this to you, but you're going to go. Actually, you know what? RJ, you're going to uh, go last. Okay. Donnie, Great. Donnie, you're up first. Christy's up second. RJ's up third. All right. And here we go. Song number one. You're going to get a whole minute to listen to it. We can talk through it if you'd like. But here we go. Song one. I'm ready. Everyone ready? Oh. <laughs> This is a snaky dude. Yeah, it is. Dirty fish. Oh my goodness. I have an idea. Well, it's not your guess. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, lay it on me. What do you got for me? Any um, thoughts, I comments? Am, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking 03, and I feel like, oh, and I'm just, I feel like I might be dumb when I'm saying this, but I think that they came back and they were like in February. I'm going to say February 3rd of 2003. 2303? I think so. It's a random tour okay, time, but I'm pretty sure okay. when they came back. Christy, what are you thinking? I'm going to go. So I'm going to try and go before what I think because I shouldn't go after what I think. <laughs> That's okay. what I learned from this show. I'm going to go 5-8-2007. 5 8 oh my seven. God. Is it just a time <laughs> oh they're not playing? God. Great guess, Christy. <laughs> and RJ. Fuck! Oh, man. Um... I think it was like a, so, I, oh man, this is really hard. Um, because of the way the crowd was reacting, it made me think that like they were appreciative of a jam in Tube. So I'm going to say like um, June, uh, I don't know, June 10th, 2011. Mm. That was my other guess. Starting with the point. Uh, New Year's Eve, 2003 in Miami. Wow. It was a oh, uh, set closer. Uh, Damn. New Year's Eve. First set closer. Nice. They went first tube 
into tube and uh, then separate. Thank you. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's really hit or miss in 03, but when they yeah. hit, they hit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. that's why I mean, like, as soon as I heard it, that's why I called Dirty Fish. I was scared of fish in 2.0. I didn't listen to much <laughs> of it. <laughs> I was really, like, you know, hairy armpit hippie. Oh, that's that's the cheering because they finished they finished it from the night before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, ki- it kills me, but uh, we give Donnie the point. <laughs> Why does that kill you? Because I don't like him when she wins. I, don't, I, I just I don't know. Christy, you're up first on this next this one. This is not good. RJ, you're up second. I don't second. even remember when they played and didn't play. Christy, keep it in the 06 jams, yeah, would yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't 06. even know what that means. Just, yeah. just go guess 07, and that's, yeah. that's yeah. Where you'll be fine. <laughs> Shut up. They didn't play during <laughs> 07. All right, got it. It felt good. It felt Song good. number two. <laughs> The next song coming up. It's the best jogging music ever. a tough mm. part of the song but yeah it's my favorite part of the song so you guys gotta deal with it so it's clearly it's outside right it's your choice it's your guess miss 07 do you want a hint you know what don don't even don't even i love you no you don't because you just said that date please christine yeah can i have a second to to reflect yeah go ahead And it's up. What do you got? 6 And I know that's not a real date, but I'm going with the year. But they did play in 2013. Yes. So at, at least I got that right. <laughs> RJ, lay it on me. What do you got for me? Oh, my God. That's, I know. It's um, a very hard part of the song. If you played the composed part, at least it would have been like, you know. Oh. Or really heard oh. the voice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he makes guys, it really, really guys, hard. That's not how I roll. <laughs> That's not how you roll at all. No, I understand. I understand. He's a bastard. Um, uh, I'm going to go. I'm, gonna, I'm basically going to just say the same thing over and over. Um, <laughs> I think two, two, <laughs> um, uh, six, 10, 2010. So we got a six twenty thirteen and a six ten ten. Seven six ninety seven. Really? Jesus that Christ. far away? Wow. Donnie with the friggin' point. Are you serious? It, Again? It was, it was my 12th birthday on 12-11-97. Holy shit. <laughs> Good work. Thank you. Great show. I Thank swear you. to God, I do not want her to win. I swear to God. It pains me when she gets it right. 
You were a baby, really? Yeah, in ninety-seven. Twelve. Uh, yeah, bro. Great yeah. show. Yeah, right. What? Which? Where is that? It at? was in uh, the Rochester, Rochester War Memorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rochester, New York. Good tour. <sighs> Good tour, good tour. Hey, RJ, guys, 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 you better don't. pick it up. This is not, no, I'm not, this is not it. That's not okay. happening. Guys, 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 here we go. Manifest, RJ. manifest, RJ, you got this. <laughs> the third song in the selection is coming up. RJ, you guess first. And you're going to have a change of fortune. I know it. <laughs> Does that sound like MSG or what? <laughs> yeah. RJ, exactly. what do you think? <laughs> oh, sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, got, that got me excited for tour. Yeah. That's Cassidy's favorite song, funny enough. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. She knows okay. all the words. <laughs> um, okay, so at least I know, like, the general... I think I know the general um, era we're in here. Um, I'm going to say... It sounded very outdoor, but it also sounded like just kind of weird. So I'm going to say May, May. (laughs) Really? I don't know why. It sounds outdoors, but it sounds really weird. (laughs) What are you, a hippie? For some reason, I'm just very, very like determined to pick the right day. I already decided on May. Um, (laughs) May. May 10th, 1991. Wow. That's when I first saw fish. 9789. The funny thing is, is I would go way later, but now I'm going early. <laughs> Christy. And hopefully it's a time when they were playing. <laughs> that would be helpful. I'm going to go. 1968. I'm going to go May. I'm going to go May 4th. 1991. Oh! May the fourth be with you. Hold on a second. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Well, 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 Christy, you left yourself a five-day fucking window in which for you to get the right answer. <laughs> oh my god. RJ with the point. Woo! It was 10/13/91. Yeah, but RJ in, in this North case, North Shore, Suet or something. North Shore Club, Olympia, Washington. In this case, in my mind, I really win. Well, yes, Christy, if you knew how to play the game, you'd have said the day after. It's all good. Guys, can I just, because this is the only thing that's ever going to happen in my life that's on this game that's going to be good, can you just... I got the year right. Okay, so that's yes. all. That, just want credit for that. You killed it. You were only it. five months Wait, ahead. Right? That's great. Exactly. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> all right. Hey. Touche. Uh, Touche. <laughs> 
Donnie, you're up first on the next one. Best show with 3.0, 12, 18, coming out of... RJ, you guess first. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, Donnie. Wasn't it my turn? That's, I Not think anymore. It, RJ, uh, what's your guess? I think um, it was your turn. It was my I'm gonna, turn. I'm in charge. I'm going to have to agree with Don on this one. Damn it. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. You both win. There's layups. Christy, what was, was the date? I forget what they said, but the exact same thing. Okay, three <laughs> points for everyone. What were you going to say, RJ? <laughs> that was just that was that was like relative to this game, an easy one. Ugh. Which not which is not easy, but like you could hear the death don't hurt very long. Yeah, jam ending. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, for me, I've memorized. I've listened to that. Forget that you were there. So you were at twelve twenty. Yeah, yeah. You were there. yeah. I hear was... that show at least twice a week in my house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it was really cool. Really cool, but also importantly, you know, there was a as as they as they say a tweet. There was a tweezer sandwich situation. Yeah, so right. coming yeah. back into it, which is really cool. Yeah, with and, and I rare. know you, writer uh, teases and which and, and uh, I don't know. I don't. It was like the right the big towards the beginning of that tweezer because he comes back in with that same sound when he's got the woos at the beginning. Only woos I've ever fucking loved. I couldn't even get over how beautiful, <laughs> beautiful that freaking plan was. <laughs> hey, Donnie. Uh, Donnie. What? Oh, right, I like this Never game pass on a layup. Right? <laughs> Sometimes you got to throw layups in there, guys. <laughs> I've just seen if everyone was paying attention. Right. Confidence up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Next one. That was my favorite 3.0, by the way. How about you, RJ? Oh, that I mean that was great. It was great. Yeah. There's been a lot. I mean Yeah, yeah. There has been a lot. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I think it it just I can't believe how much better it keeps getting. <sighs> it's just yeah. I can't even believe it. What's happening? Yep. <laughs> how is this happening? We're never getting old, guys. No, ever. We're not. <laughs> ever. Yeah. It's the best. That's cool. <laughs> That's he's like, I want to get old. <laughs> I kinda want to get old. Said no one ever. But no Serene. <laughs> I mean, Serenity is it seems good in retrospect, but once you're there, you don't want to be there. I'm positive <laughs> of that. I'm positive of that. <laughs> I may not be positive of a song, oh, but I am positive <laughs> that Serenity does not happen like that. All right, go, go ahead, ahead, Jason. <laughs> go ahead, Jason's giving me an evil eye. RJ's favorite song. I really like it. 
Thank you, Mr. Miner. Christy, what do you think? So I'm gonna go with later because their 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 voices are better. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Two thousand eight. Yeah, it's hard for me to say. Don't actually. lead her into that. Yeah. Don't. Hey, oh, okay. don't fuck with me, Jason. <laughs> Sorry. I I'm gonna go. God, it's so hard. It's so hard. That's what she said. I'm gonna go <laughs> December twenty ninth. 2015. RJ, what do you think? Oh, man. Um, uh, 7, 27, 14. Donnie? 10, 6, 94. Wow. Really? That's a, yeah, if you win, you really win, though. Donnie with a point. <gasps> Was I close? It was, it was like 15 uh, years April 4th, 1998, Island Tour, wow. Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, that was fucking good. That Damn. was full years off. <laughs> yeah, you love the Island Tour. You guys, <laughs> I was having kids yep. in the late 90s, so it's not even fair. Well, whatever. It's a pretty good show. I've heard things I didn't realize that Mike Tour. had that effect. Right yeah. either. Did you That's hear that? I, I like, thought it was mm-hmm, older. Mm-hmm. That's why I said their voices. Was it Mike? Was it Mike that was making that like kind of? Yeah. 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 No, that was. Yeah. That was great. Did you go to all four of those shows? No, just the first three, which this was the last of that. Okay. Um, I think this was the encore of the third night. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I did. Uh, Correct. Yeah. So probably. even if I lose in my heart, I'm a winner. <laughs> Not really. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you don't wait. You don't get to choose what's in my heart. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> So just stop. Uh, you don't get jewels, though. <laughs> D- oh, Don- yes. Ju- Actually, Don will give me jewels if I start to cry. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Don- All right, go ahead. Donnie's <laughs> running away with this one, but if you get this one right, we'll. He's secretly lose. playing for Don right now. I, there's nothing more I want than to, for her to lose. Um, I'm not even okay. allowed in the same room or area as him when he's doing this. So. <laughs> So, I mean, Donnie has, two, well, three. RJ has one. Christy, you're doing great. Keep playing. And um, <laughs> this one's what? worth two. All right, here we go. Last song, guys. Last song. Okay. Open up your ears. Coming in hot.
Oh, what a tease. I'm even more confused than ever because last time I thought I was at least close. Don't you think you're close every time? Not, nor, no, not, no, 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 no. <laughs> RJ, you're up. Um, seven twenty two thousand thirteen. Donnie. Oh Jesus! I'm like ten years difference from you right now. I'm five. Well, you're you're better at it. <laughs> Don's on fire tonight. <laughs> five six ninety three. Wow. That would be twenty years, asshole. Oh, yeah. uh, oh my god. <laughs> Christy. Wow. See, I think it all seems later, but every time Dawn is right. But don't that I you know Hey, it's all in where you pick. I'm gonna go six, twelve, eleven. Donnie with the point. Yeah, see? She's fire. It was the same show as the one before. Four four ninety eight. Oh, Providence, Rhode Island. Was it really? Yeah, that well, was that was the that closed the second set. Uh, yeah, Mike was so like present on that, and also Trey wasn't playing the right notes at all, which made me think it was early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Island tour. <laughs> I'm telling you, we should do this on lot and really like rake people in. I'm telling you. <laughs> Just give me a sequence suit. And right? I'll, I'll rack them up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, it's kind of an issue because I pick like my favorite parts of the songs. Don't care what anyone else wants to listen to. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, you're the host. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's that's typical. The with the most typical. All right. Well, thank you everyone for playing this <laughs> another edition of Market Price. <laughs> Uh, this, uh, the game where no one can guess the right dates except for Donnie. Uh, please <laughs> remember to have your pets and wooks spayed and neutered. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey, I well, won this game once. Yes, you did win it once. It was great. It was great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel like you're pandering to me right now. <laughs> hey. All right. <laughs> hey, Donnie. <laughs> Uh, RJ, I am so freaking happy we finally made this happen. So yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, you're lots of fun for sure. Um, and we're gonna make SPAC happen, absolutely. Yeah, we are. Yes. And, and I, this this uh, market price thing went exactly as I thought it would. So thanks for. <laughs> well, it's me disappointing lose. in general, right? It is. Yeah, I yeah. Sad way right. To end. It makes me it makes me leave <laughs> feeling like I'm not even I shouldn't even listen to fish anymore. <laughs> What well, I remember, I'm like, you know, we resurrected it for you, and then, but I remember, like, when we first started playing this, Tom was just like, "By the way, I suck at market price." <laughs> I was like, "All right, so someday we'll have Tom on here." And you, you of course remember we're when we had um, oh, the Bighorn guy? Yeah, yeah, Carl Gere. Yeah. Yeah. He was getting time. songs wrong that he was actually playing in. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't take it personally. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. It's a cool game, and it's very difficult. So yeah. thank you for. Thanks for doing it. Yeah, yeah that was for inviting fun. Me. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely. fun. All right. Well, great. Well, again, yeah. Thanks for nice meeting for you. Being on. Thank you nice for being you the too. boss man and being so sweet and supportive. <laughs> and yeah, keep rocking it, kid. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thanks for having me on. It was it was yeah, a lot of fun. That was fun. I appreciate it. Yeah, awesome. Take care. All right. Bye. All right. Night night. Thanks. All right, that was a awesome interview with, like we said, the boss man, RJB, and.
uh, lots of good stuff there. So, uh, Christy, thank you for... Thank you, Donnie B. Love you. And Jason. Yellow. Love you, babes. I love you, too. All right. And I love our fans of Female Centric with the PH. (laughs) Female Centric. I don't think anyone in this community spells anything with an F. No, no, I don't think so either. I spell forgot with an F. Oh. <laughs> so was- Anything else you spell with an F? Osiris. So we are part of the Osiris Podcast Network, and it connects passionate music uh, fans with artists, and fans and creates authentic experience through music. Uh, we have 30 podcasts. Uh, if you want to check them out at Osiris pod.com and Osiris is also partnered with jambase.com for all the latest news and the such go to jambase.com and thanks again for being part of our female centrics love family peace